0: Alright guys, welcome to 3MFAer's podcast. Today we have two very special guests. With us is Jim Fagan and Allie Keller, uh, director and producers of Zero Issue, uh, a project I also worked on as an art director. Together again. Uh, we've been going back <laughs> Together again, going back a few years now. But... So just to give us a little uh, context, where's the where the project started from, the initial conception, the idea, and uh, you know just generally where we're at now with everything.
1: Yes, day. awesome. Uh, I'll I'll talk about where it started from, and Ali, you can talk about where we're at now since you keep all that in your brain i think much better than at some point in our insane shoot brandon i think that my brain just fell out of my ears and uh ali scooped it up so uh i can talk about everything before that point for sure uh yeah zero issue uh filmed by new york picture company with uh, my uh creative partners uh, matt cullen and zach bibelo we Uh, had been making tons of online sketch comedy. Uh, We shot some commercials. We sold a few of those. We had been sort of doing that thing. And then we realized we wanted to kind of try to do something more substantial. And like everything, we bit off more than we could chew, but did find a way to (laughs) swallow it anyway. Uh, And so uh, we decided we wanted to make a film together. We decided eventually through after a lot of post-it notes talking about different things it could be uh that we wanted it to be the kind of movie we wanted to make that we would want to be paid to make and since we couldn't decide would that be a mockumentary or would that be a marvel movie we Mm -hmm. decided to do both (laughs) at the same time uh and Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah make a superhero mockumentary and and uh you know then the inspiration kind of came out of our own insecurities, our own experiences at film festivals and this in this movie um it's a bunch of independent superheroes trying to attend a independent superhero festival to become you know all star big city heroes uh their dreams will come true with one festival, of course <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, we took it from there we I think that I think that's the the origin story which is what zero issue kind of means. It's a, that's the zero issue of zero issue. And uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and right. then Allie came on board to help us make yeah. that insane the insane 2 years of writing we did on the paper turn into uh turn into a movie.
0: Which is it's wild cuz I think the shoot was 3 weekends, Yes, Two 2-day yeah. two we weekends which wow. we
1: but I would say we shot mm. What do you think Brandon? Like I would say 22 of 24 hours each one of those days it felt like. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. We we shot a lot. We shot a lot. We, shot a lot. <laughs> we were we were pump, pumping uh, it out. Yeah.
1: And um and then one like delightful Saturday where we only had to do 14 hours in in only. Queens <laughs> in, indoors. Yeah. yeah.
2: In a town with cell right. service and heat, which was a and bathrooms,
1: imagine um, right. bathrooms.
0: It was great. Hey, it was such an I'm opera. from upstate
1: New York. I know that's a luxury where, where I come from. <laughs> yeah. So I totally feel you. <laughs> Absolutely. This
0: is very fun. Well, just a quick. I mean, there was something beautiful about getting out of the city for uh, the, the couple couple oh, weekends. Yeah. You know, especially right in the middle of you know school at the studio. It's just it was it was perfect.
2: Yeah. So it was super fun, but. It was nice to have easy bathroom
1: access. <laughs> I, I Since you bring up coming out while in school, it is the kind of th- I remember being. Uh, so we both went to the same um, school. Did you guys as well? Did, are you guys all? Yeah, all? I was uh, just gonna Actors say. Right? So, yeah. so yeah, the reason both. we
3: got this like freedom affairs thing going is that we all went. We all graduated in 2019 from the Actor's Studio Drama School. I awesome. got. I did the directing track. Caleb did the playwriting and and acting, and Brandon did the acting. So. You know, we all kind of when he when Brandon told us that you had gone gym through the program as well, I'm like, Oh good, somebody could speak my language. Yes. <laughs> you know, have the same experiences that I did as a director. But um which is interesting because like as we all know, and I don't know if you were going into this gym, that it's crazy. Like I don't know what year you guys filmed. Well what you Brandon, you said it was our second year. Second yeah. So second so year we were in second awful. year. Yeah. Um <laughs> in terms of the program. It's kind of like the the they they'd say the redheaded stepchild of the the program because the first year you know people the teachers are always you know babying the first years and then the third years they're like preparing to leave the school and so the second years are just kind of stuck in the middle of the work and so it, obviously yeah Brandon getting that opportunity to to have those breaks on the weekends you know I would have loved that you know yeah mm-hmm. it's
1: a big it's a big dropout year and I think it yeah. is it is helpful yeah. like I. I, while I was still at school, cause three years is a long time to like train to be an artist and you're just like, I want to, I want to do it. Yes. You're doing it at the school, but you're kind of like <laughs> looking out the window all the time. Like literally sometimes yeah. being like, uh, and so, you know, I think that that's pretty cool to get to do that because, um, yeah, I remember that burning desire to be make. I want to make something now. I don't want to wait.
0: Right. And one then and seeing the practical application of, you know, the fact that especially you were a graduated director already. So seeing the exact practical application of where this is all supposed to be going. Was awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm glad
3: that you could see it. I was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, how did that apply? Because like, you're your character in the you play. uh the Soviet or the Russian. Comrade Carl. Comrade uh, Comrade Carl. But you also directed it too. And like I'm, you know, Caleb and I are in the process of putting together our own little short ourselves because we're finally at the point where we're getting some friends from our cohort together to do like a, a, you know, a simple set like apartment, whatever. And like, but I, you know, this whole week I've been doing my directing thing and like mapping it all out and planning everything. And then I realized, Oh shit, I have to actually learn my lines and like, make acting choices too. <laughs> okay, cool. So I had to spend hours doing, you know, it's and I didn't know like yeah. how that was with zero issue. If you, you know, cause you, your character, uh, comrade Carl comes in later, like he's referenced, but he comes in later. So you didn't, you had a smaller section than the other creators did, you know, acting yeah. in it. Um, but how did that correlate? And, you know, what did you learn from that process? I guess going from like the shorts to, to like a, a shorter, longer movie, whatever, you know? Oh
1: God. Yeah. That's, fun. That's fun to talk about because I haven't I don't think talked about that or thought about it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, we played the parts ourselves because we realized the abuse we were going to be putting these actors through <laughs> and we were like, no one's going to take it except for <laughs> us. Uh, and in a way, if you're making a short, it's nice, to, it's nice to find that thing about it that's really personal. So the dynamics of us working together and being Zach and I are who played Jan, our best friends going back to his sophomore year, my freshman year of high school. And then we went to college together as well. And Matt, uh, who is the lead actor and the writer of the film, uh, went to college with us. So we're, that friendship is, those are real pictures with Matt's face photoshopped in from high school from Mm -hmm. Zach and I. And then some real, like those are real photos in the film of us. So being able to kind of paint ourselves into it, it helped. Uh, it helps make up for any shortcomings we have as actors. We just were able to to live our realities sometimes, which is helpful, and and it helped. I think at times when it got tough, uh, to to kind of keep it going, to have that kind of personal. still well, I mean, we had too much personal stakes in it, probably, but uh, that scene, Allie, do you remember? I feel bad. Actually, I'm over here to <laughs> to lift the curtain. I feel bad because I'm. I was so excited to talk about the MFA. I completely Ali has not gotten to talk about uh, <laughs> anything yet.
2: Uh, no, it's totally fine. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what the first question was because I was very interested about the grad school conversation because I'm not a grad school kid, so it's all you know.
3: Congratulations news
2: to me. Thank
3: <laughs> you, you know. a uh, <laughs> yeah. now, so.
1: What's it like to have money and career experience <laughs> instead of? Uh,
2: um, <laughs> I can really only speak to the, the latter. Uh, the money thing hasn't really <laughs> manifested quite yet. Um, but I will say I I was laughing because I was just trying to, like, I knew um, the reality of you and Matt and Zach stepping in uh, in front of the camera and out of the camera throughout the day. But I and I also like was laughing because I got to know Brandon so well on that set. But all my memories of him are just like running. Because the two of us (laughs) spent the entire time, like, running. running. So I think we kind of got to know each other more after the shoot than actually during it. Um, (laughs) But I will say that for me, because of the nature of the set and what producing was and we're doing simultaneously – all the time, I was always next to set, but so much of my job is making sure we we're ready to go to the next thing and putting out mm-hmm. the fires that happened while we were shooting that. I don't really know what happened in the moment because I was like, <laughs> that's happening. My job is done. Where are we going? Like, I don't care unless somebody pulls me over because somebody got hurt. We lost a thing or something happened. That oh, wow. to me is done and I'm going to the next. So I like remember knowing that when Jim stepped in front of the camera, Drew was going to have more responsibilities and so did Adam, who is handling special effects, but like I remember, like, clocking that was starting, and I was like, off the list, onto the next thing. I have no idea how that flowed while we did it.
1: That's the perfect lead in, though, to, to my answer, to be honest, because the truth is, uh, there was so much to do, and our hair was so on fire the whole time, and that actually, the morning of the Comrade Carl scene, which was the last scene we shot in Scroon Lake. So, really, it felt like mm. the the end of the movie. Uh, that day was all in the high school gymnasium, and it felt like we had to get the whole end of the movie, mm. the whole third act. And uh, but that morning, I don't know, uh, Brennan, if you remember, we were reshooting because we had lost footage.
3: <laughs> so yeah, we yes. had shot the yeah. whole yeah.
1: scene oh, in the bar. Right. We lost the camera for the entire bar scene. Yes, yes, and we did. Uh, I won't go into how, but it was not pleasant. And when <laughs> so. Not we positive. were like, you know, we still
2: traumatized. It from was that awful. Moment.
1: We shot that weekend one when we realized
0: yeah, right. that oh we had God. to redo it
1: weekend two, We were like, okay, we're going to go, I'm going to go to set, do that. We're going to re we're going to get this again. And Adam Haram bless his soul, who is our visual mm-hmm. effects supervisor and a director himself and uh, supervisor. He made, he did everything, everything that was fancy. He did. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, um, and then, uh, he was like okay i'll start getting the b-roll of the party i'll get you know wonder dog in front of the green screen i'll get this shit over at the gym i'll get it started you go reshoot the footage great by the time i got back to the gym yeah i was like okay now what and i like turned to my right and netta like had my costume and was (laughs) like put your costume on i was like oh Fuck. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know if we can oh, curse. Please on this, curse all yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. no I was just yeah. like I remember looking at it being like, oh my God. I I hadn't looked at my lines. I didn't looked at the script. I hadn't thought I was just like, okay, here we go. Luckily I'm playing a giant asshole in this thing. Like it's just <laughs> I didn't need to drop in. I didn't need my green light. <laughs> oh. I just was like <laughs> Okay, I put on a stupid voice and a big helmet, and let's go do it, kind of. And uh, but, but but as yeah.
0: as you were saying before, I mean, it all rolled because you oh know yes. with Zach and with Matt, the the chemistry was there, and you guys are playing old friends, so like the the layers yes. of it were. And as the director, there. I mean, you're there was so in the whole
1: world of the film as the director the entire time, and in your brain, yeah. you're acting everybody's roles, and you're trying to got gotcha, oh that's an interesting choice, great, good that works. I don't understand what that is, whatever the whole time. So it's just it took a second to be like okay i have to do that on the outside now but it's it the the for the most part it was just a, a continuation of the of the excitement and then we shot the first like two pages of that scene for like 6 hours and mm-hmm. we took a dinner break <laughs> and adam came up to me and he was like cuz i was like setting up all my shots still looking at the footage and adam came up to me and he was like uh you're doing a great job but you're not gonna finish your movie so i'm going to do this now and you're just gonna act for the fight for the like chaos you know once you're firing lasers out of your helmet stop goodbye you're done i'm gonna get it and we're gonna and i don't think we would have finished the movie if he hadn't done that and uh
0: well yeah because there was the there was the flag
1: yes, bit it was has to be nuts. Set up and and, and so you'll notice yeah. if you watch it my entrance has like 17 camera angles and then it's one camera just like running around shooting <laughs> the rest of the chaos and uh you know in a perfect world i if you i was going to act at something i was directing again i would schedule out twice the time because mm-hmm. i don't love that i didn't look at everything adam's great but we got into edit and there was like A couple of lines missing a cut like things that are just they're not his job and not Mm -hmm. his job to do that he just helped a sinking ship stay afloat and get to shore like he Mm -hmm. was amazing uh but i would i would in the future something i didn't know actually two things If if you're doing special effects probably you need to and visual effects you probably need to multiply by three what you think you need in terms of time and then you need to double that if you're the director, like you just need the time as an actor yeah. and then to set aside and that's just going to be slow. Mm-hmm. But I would have preferred to look at everything and go at that early pace, but we would have all died and the movie. wouldn't have been done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's also, it's also now, now remembering, as you were saying, there was that extra shoot that had to go in the morning and get fit in before we left Shroom crazy. Lake. So things got, so crazy. that was,
3: um, that's, that was fall 2017. Um, Ali, had you come on by then?
2: Yeah, I, um, Jim and I have known each other for a long time from working together on some live for Lincoln Center stuff, um, and working with the same theater company. And, uh, then like, you know, we're out living our lives. And I sent Jim a very random email at some point right before they started fundraising for the film and was just like, will you please get coffee with me and just explain film? Like I think my that's what my entire email said. I was like, you can do this in like an hour, right? Just like explain it to me. <laughs> um, and he met up with me, and he uh, gave me a lot of great advice. Was talking about the film, and was like, the best way to learn about stuff is by doing it. Would you like we're looking for somebody to work on it? Do you want to uh, work on it? You can interview with the rest of the guys. And I was like, yeah, sure. And fully thought he meant paing <laughs> because to like. I sent an email asking what film was. So <laughs> I have not been on set. Like, I don't have this experience to do anything else. Um, and then I got an email from the team that was like, hey, you have an interview to be an associate producer. And I was like, Jim, I am not qualified to be an associate. Like, I don't know where that got lost in translation. We weren't but qualified like...
1: to be interviewing you. So it was a perfect <laughs> <Yeah. effort>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay. Um, so I came on probably... I think it was right either around or right after the fundraiser. And then it was there for all of um, pre-production and filming and through post and stuff. And I think I got bumped up to producer at some point. But I haven't. After the fact, we've
1: but. told this story a few times, but I haven't had the chance because this audience will actually understand immediately. Allie had stage managed for me.
3: Like, oh, like awesome. Th- yeah. Three
1: times, I feel like. or So uh, when Zach was like, I desperately need somebody... Zach was producing the film, but at the same time as living his mm-hmm. large life that we're all trying to live. At, and it was hard. <laughs> he was like, I just desperately need somebody reliable who I'll teach them up. But I... I, I And Allie was the perfect fit. I knew immediately that like the scheduling was going to work. Everything was... Nothing was going to yeah. fall through the cracks. And what I didn't know is that Allie would keep this movie afloat all these years, like literally take it on as her own and make it, uh, I guess somewhere I knew how reliable and awesome you were, Uh, but (laughs) I don't think any of us knew it would go on this long. And it was uh, the only reason that we're here talking today is Allie because she's keeping it, keeping the push going and keeping the film getting distributed and seen. And it's just like, which is why she's not the associate producer anymore she's a, <laughs> like a lead yeah. producer on the film.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. that's i mean uh, i i that's the first i'm hearing of that. I i would have figured that you had years and years of producer experience cuz it was i mean <laughs> the amount of balls that were in the air that had to be juggled during the shoot and like again it was 5 days, 6 days, it, you yeah. know, uh and crammed in so it was it was it, so impressive. Thank you.
2: I I appreciate that. I I I love the I had such a good time on the shoot and it was so insane. There's so many things. But, like, I just – I'm also, like, I'm not a stage manager or anything by trade. Like, I've done this to learn and whatever. But, like, so I've done a lot of on-the-job learning in the past. But I remember, <laughs> like – our last pre-production meeting the night before we were all driving up for the first shoot. And Jim turned to me at Drew and he was like, this is your set now guys. Like you're running things. And I just like could feel like the color drain out of my face. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? I've never been on a set. Why do I have to keep saying that? And like was in the car with Drew driving up. And it was like six hours of me, like running through everything that could happen in the day, just like over and over and over again. So like, it means so much when when people from set are like, oh my God, I thought you'd been doing this for years. Because I was like, it was yeah. full panic for the whole time until we left for me.
1: Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that because I remember doing that and I remember thinking, what a great inspirational moment, Jim. You're such a good director. <laughs> <laughs> like patting
3: myself I mean, on the back. Well, like,
1: good job, Jim. Like, you did a great job today, like wandering <laughs> away.
2: In a way though, it was because I think... Uh, some of, For me, I don't know if it would work on other people, but as terrifying as it was, one, it was a good reality check to know that going in because it wouldn't have been where my mind went immediately. But I think, two, uh, I think the times I've grown the most in my career across the board have been the times where it's like you have that very quiet moment where you're like, okay, you either rise to the occasion or you are the reason that this fails. Which one of those things do you want to be? And then you like you know, kill yourself to try to make the thing
1: happen. Well, it was also a peril of indie filmmaking. Cause everyone's wearing so many hats. You weren't just yeah. producing at that point. You were the second AD on mm-hmm. set. I feel like, and drew was mm-hmm. the AD and that is actually true. Like once you get on set, yeah. you're it's your AD's set. Like, uh, yeah. they're, they're allowed to yell at me, the director. They're like allowed to, to <laughs> crack the whip on everybody. So, um, just terrifying. terrifying I find that talk. like
3: going into these projects, if you, if you don't have that level of anxiety <laughs> or panic, it's not going to be good. You know what I mean. Like there has yeah. to be a level of care in that. <laughs> if you're not nervous, then th- there's something wrong with you. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually really awesome. And yeah, yeah, I, I
1: think that's true. I feel like you, yeah. you, you don't want to be. It's fine if it's like a runaway elephant that you're trying to control. You don't want like you know, this metaphor is going to be insanely weird. That is only going to make sense to me, but you don't want it to be like a runaway donkey that you're trying to turn into an elephant. Like it's a, it, there are times yeah. w- in which like chaos is just chaos. But I think if it's just like, it is what it is, which in our case, it was this giant behemoth of a thing that we were like, how do we control this? Uh, that You know, yeah. it was all there in front of us. It just took a tremendous amount of stress and anxiety to keep it under control.
2: Yeah, I think it also does, like, it depends on what, like, what shoot you're coming from and which one you're going to, because what I love, too, about Zero Issue, it was, like, so many things about it that are, like, for your first shoot, like, it's so high of, like, simultaneous sets and a, a huge amount of people and we're traveling and all of this stuff, so, like, later on film two or three when I'm working with a director and they're like, we need an office space. What are we going to do? And I was like, an office space. I did three sets across a
3: town with no cell
2: service. Get out of my way. We're going to be fine. So like, I think too, like you learn from everything and then you're calmer about some stuff and only the new stuff is anxiety riddled. But yeah. like, I'm mm-hmm. so calm on so many sets. Cause I was like, you're, f- we'll find an office space. We're fine. Yeah. Don't, this is easy. So depends.
0: Well, it, and I think there was this this feeling on set that was definitely fostered that was, you know, it was such a creative project so that everybody wanted to be running around and wanted yeah. to be, you know, fixing problems as quickly as possible because it was, you know, there was a, a passion for everything that And that's, that was yeah. that's going the on.
1: beauty of the kind of project we're making too. In a mockumentary, that energy that you can capture that, like you, you can... You can, which we did to you guys, you can take crew and toss them into scenes all the time and roll on them and and give them characters and give them lines and all of this stuff that because you're just like, that's the energy that it fits. It fit what we were trying to do, I think, which was good.
0: Which was, I mean, I, th- I think really, uh, really cool with the rest of the cast as they would get rolled in and out, you know, and I think a lot of them, if I'm not mistaken, were like your guys friends from the, the past. So you knew a lot of them. So there was great relationships already there. But the the attitudes of everybody coming in was just there was wasn't a yeah, diva It was an amazing group of
1: people. I mean, it had to be they were sleeping with strange like it was 50 50 <laughs> people we knew people we cast off of, you know, out of New York, but also uh hmm. The people we knew didn't all know each other necessarily they all knew us and and then they're all sleeping in cabins together like three people in a cabin the size of the room i'm sitting in right you know like <laughs> it was crazy and intimate and we we're very lucky because if you throw an asshole into that mix it could go wrong in a hurry that's and true.
0: like very quickly and there was just no, none was of that yeah. which was it great
1: was all good people which was really great
0: That's great so with the project, um, it's in the festival circuits now. Or update on uh, where we're uh, at. Allie? Sure,
2: we're in the process of submitting to a bunch of festivals. Um, we just had our first festival premiere at Big Apple, um, I think two weeks ago, something like that. And Jim got to go to the drive-in version of it, which is awesome. <laughs> Super exciting! Uh, hopefully, we'll actually be able to see it in a movie theater at one of these festivals at some point. <laughs> um, but who's to say? Um, but we've been doing all that. We were semi-finalists at Dumbo back in September, um, which was really nice. cool and exciting. Um, so we've had pretty good luck so far. We've, we're waiting here back from a ton of things, and then in the process, we're just talking to podcasts and you know <laughs> online magazines and that kind of stuff, just getting getting the word out mm-hmm. on it. For the most part. Trying
1: to get as many people to see the film as humanly possible, I feel like.
3: Yeah. And I yeah. and I hope that our discussion today, going more behind the scenes and like the process to use a buzzword from school, um, behind <laughs> <laughs> filmmaking, doesn't necessarily scare people off, but also kind of realize that you know, we started this podcast during the quarantine, you know, like we kind of sat, Caleb came to us and was like, guys, we love movies, we're watching a bunch of them. Why don't we get down and like actually talk about them, you know, and yeah. leads to moments like this where we can bring other artists and creators on and kind of sit here and go like you guys had a, a a really good product come out of all of this work a few years ago. And like, how do you sustain that? How do you go, you know, because you said you filmed in 2017, you've been kind of like circulating it, but it didn't, you know, I watched it, it uh, on the YouTube link that Brandon shared with us, um, but that was released in April. You know, you guys yep, had it on a little okay. bit in April. So it was two and a half years of... And oh, I'm yes. assuming because to do a superhero yeah. movie, you have to... <laughs> it's all the special... It's really all just post, you know? And yeah, it's it's both effects. of the
1: things. It's the superhero movie is half of it. And then the mockumentary is half of it. We shot, like, six hours of footage. You know, like, we had mm-hmm. to get into yeah. a 35-minute movie, which, for short, is a behemoth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that was definitely one of the things that I wanted to bring up uh, was uh, Matt and his improv. Uh, like, I'm I'm surprised there was only six hours because there'd be scenes that we were shooting, and I, I'd be in like a green suit. Oh, I'll never be, forget it. You know, moving stuff yeah. around for him, <laughs> but he just would be improving and cracking jokes, and I'd keep laughing. So we'd have to like stop oh, and get because he's, he's hilarious. But the so the amount of just um, natural content that was coming out on top of like you get the lines and then just let them run. And it was just across the board. It was, you know, am- I mean, what seen. was
1: amazing in the edit was we would, I mean, we were, because a mockumentary has so many documentary vibes to it. And because, uh, we got so much stuff, there were re there was like rewriting that was happening in the edit. And, and, a recognition that this part of the story is not clear this part so we would literally be like we really need him to say something that's like sort of like this and then we'd be like okay and we'd watch like 45 minutes of one of those takes and and we'd be like he he says it half of it here so let's let's take oh, that wow. <laughs> and then we'd watch like another 45 minutes we'd yeah. be like oh he said and that's because Matt's uh AJ who edited it and Matt uh is that they both produce reality TV. Um And so yeah. they oh, really? are experts at this. And so it was incredible how, you know, Zach would be like, we, we just ran like four hours behind so that you could have Matt like <laughs> tell the story of how it, like his dad's <laughs> balls got sh- shrunk with radiation like five times. <laughs> like why did you... And it's like, well, first of all, I did it just because that to me was the most fun I had on set when it was just like... Me and Matt, or me and Zach, and we're just doing that stuff. Um, but uh, and so I right. definitely indulged more than I should have. Um, but uh, yeah, because in the end, it was that's the movie. That was that sort of bullshit.
0: <laughs> <is the movie. laughs> yeah. Right. It I mean, that's the comedy of it.
3: Now, how much was it? Did you guys pretty much, for the most part, though, stick to what was originally written, or was was it kind of split fifty fifty? What did you guys end up coming? With the final product versus the workshopping and the the writing and I think so. I mean filming. I think
1: it's pretty common with these kind of movies. You film what's on the page and then if time is permitting, you're like, okay, now everybody go ahead, go off the rails. In larger group scenes, like um you know, this, there's a scene where he's talking to all the people of the town through a megaphone and, and Wonder Dog shows up. Um, that's just, like, off the page. It's There's too many people yeah. and too many moving parts. He can ad-lib a little bit or riff while he's going, but for the most part, he just he does his thing um, and feeds off of people and, and keeps it natural. I think uh, that then there's, you know, the monologue, the talking heads, half of them are unscripted. They're, the everything, Almost everything that Jan says... Uh, we just, that was on that final day of shooting where we had extra time and we were like, you know, we want Jan to be a bigger character. So sit in this chair and, and Matt gave him 10 pages of backstory and he like read them all and he was like, I'm not saying this is impossible. I can't memorize this. So, and then he just started, uh, riffing, you know, and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of, a lot of that
0: comes through. Yeah.
1: So it's that, it's that kind of mix.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean again, the the innate relationships that you guys actually, oh yeah, have especially when yeah. when Jan is supposed you know?
1: to really hate uh, <laughs> Dale, it was pretty easy for Zach to <laughs> just funnel his oh, years of of working with Matt into uh, into his his feelings, yeah.
3: That's how I like to think. Caleb and I work. It, it all seemed right. There. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah, it's good. there's a good vibe. Sure.
0: <laughs> and then the uh, the other thing I did want to bring up is is when watching it, the practical effects. I'm I'm so as I'm blanking Anthony, on Anthony. Um,
1: yes, Anthony. Yeah, I'm
0: Anthony. Oh, my. So good. I'm
1: so glad you did because
0: he,
1: he, we haven't talked about him yet. And actually, there's sometimes you know we've done a couple of of superhero podcasts and stuff like that, um, and he. Uh, he we he hasn't come up yet, which is an absolute crime. He is amazing. Um, I want to look up his last name really quick because I want to make sure to shout him out. Madaloni
2: or something. Yes. Of similar. Uh,
1: yes, it is Anthony Madaloni. Uh, you nailed it, Allie. Um, so <laughs> Anthony is amazing. We, d- come on this journey with me because it's worth it because he's so amazing. Um, We were shooting uh, our second series of our sketch show um, that would have been a smashing hit were any of us famous or well-known, but as it was, we just put these way elaborate over the top things on YouTube. And and we were like, we love them. Uh, so we were shooting an episode, uh, that was a sequel to, uh, Zach and his fiance, Sarah, who plays, um, the immortal Mr. Yin, uh, in the movie. Um, oh, great. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> in, th- so in this first sketch, they're meeting with a wedding planner. Cause they're, they were engaged and they're about to get married. And the wedding planner ends up being a vampire and Sarah slays her. So the sequel mm-hmm. was going to be the wedding photographer. And we had, um, the woman, um, Oh my God, Su- Susanna. And, uh, she plays.
2: Mirror girl.
1: Yes. No, no, no. Yes. So she plays mirror girl. And then, um, who was playing the the werewolf? Oh my god, this part you are going to have to cut oh. out because I'm such a mess. Um, <laughs> uh, the fuck, werewolf, f- fucking a. Uh, she's amazing. She's a friend of Zach's uh, MFA, uh, you know, colleague. Um, and Zach did his MFA at ART, um, oh. and she, uh, really amazing. Like, has she has a really well known role in. Um, uh, she was in the nick and like all this stuff like really she's a great actor and she was like yeah i'll throw you guys a bone and come and do Uh this this day (laughs) so we were like okay here let me let me start over in a way that's not gonna be such a mess uh so (laughs) the sequel to this they're meeting with their wedding photographer and the wedding photographer the wedding photographer's assistant who ends up being Susanna, who played uh mirror girl um she uh that she's going to take their photo and she's this like russian oligarch and in the end she turns into a werewolf it's and and sarah has to slay her and zach is just terrified of the marriage process well anthony was our dp's <laughs> friend who lived in uh he lived in like north of albany i feel like or lived in albany and he was like F18%. something like he was <laughs> going through a breakup or something at the time yes hell yeah are you troy <laughs> Huh? Where where are you up there? I well, so I'm from Albany. Like I grew up in Albany. Oh, brilliant! So anytime there was a joke that was like all the big city Albany, I like laughed my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually I spent all my summers in Scranton Lake growing up, so yeah. I, I felt a kindred spirit. Cool. <laughs> um, so we lucked out in that he, he it was something like that. It was like he was going through a breakup or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll throw you a bone and come down to New York for the weekend." I'm I do practical effects. I do makeup and, uh, and he decked her out in this werewolf that was like unfucking believable that he did like on the side of the, in Murder Alley in Brooklyn Bridge Park, which is the, (laughs) a really fun place to shoot, but not a great name. Uh, and,
3: uh, is that, is that in the Dumbo area? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath the bridge. Exactly.
1: Uh, Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was incredible it was like this that was one of the reasons why we decided to make this movie is because we were like we could do this in a day this will be fine <laughs> uh we i mean we just fell in love with his work his work is amazing and so he made the uh he made the helmet he made he did like a lot of the various the, the and there was he that had puppet? a puppet on set no one ever sees it it's my favorite part of the movie like, it's when uh <laughs> sarah smith is doing shots in the back with the demon commuter who's like a skull is on fire in the foreground there's this little puppet that's like just having a conversation with somebody off to the side oh my god i have to go back and look for it yeah it's my favorite little thing in the whole movie um but he was just amazing he was amazing my helmet fell off uh halfway through filming and cracked in half so he he glued it back together like on site he did the flag he had the little pile of blood for the senator after he'd gotten impaled like all these
3: things that made
0: the uh, the, the hercules costume oh. it fantastic
3: <laughs> shout out to michael joseph murray i uh i told Allie this last week when we kind of had a little meeting is that i directed him in a in a staged reading of a musical uh, uh over oh, really? uh, like a year ago like last yeah. august yeah he, he's amazing he's great. Isn't he? he's, yeah. So he's great he's so funny so he's so with. nice yeah, exactly yeah and so when i saw him in yeah. the hercules and Cause that's his real voice. Like that's his, yeah. he has a movie voice, like a movie commentator voice. And <laughs> I'm just like this. Perfect. Fucking perfect. We, yeah. Know? I couldn't
1: believe it, but with era. So now I'm going to tangent on the tangent, but with every uh actor that we cast, we got like 50 submissions. One was so perfect. We would have spent every dollar we had to get this person and nobody, nobody else would have worked like for every person that we put yeah. into these roles. So we were like, Ama- he was amazing, and we had no—it uh, was amazing. Like, yeah. we, we had no idea that we were going to get somebody that good, uh, and we—and then what we were talking about earlier—that they end up all being amazing human beings—is yeah, insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. we would email uh, Anthony in the middle of a script rewrite and be like, "Hey, Hercules needs to have a decapitated lion on his head." Uh, we, and this would be like a week before. And we'd be like, we found this lion on Amazon. Can you make it work? And he'd be like, I guess. Like, <laughs> so soft spoken. Yeah,
0: are just so, yeah. so calm. So calm. Oh, I love it kills that. so calm.
1: because Brandon, Anthony, and Sarah, who was also doing the set uh, design and deck, it uh, was amazing. Yes, production yeah, she was designer. She's great. Designer. Um, uh, we had you guys in a scene together that was so funny where they're like yeah. these three townies that are like have no powers and are just sitting on the lawn. And we had to cut it for time and pacing. But um, <laughs> yeah. it. he is just sitting there eating, Anthony, these disgusting pickled eggs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it, you know, and everybody's talking about what superpower they'd have. And he's kind of like, I'm just happy to be here. And, and it was... He's so funny. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah,
2: And that's so... That's just so who he is, too. Like, with all of the craziness and stress and, like, everyone was great and in good spirits and, like, awesome to work with, but he was just, like, so calm among all of it. He yeah. was just, like, 100% fine, regardless of anything <laughs> that was happening around him. Like, he was probably the one person when we were like, we need to reshoot that thing. He was like, okay.
1: Uh, he was, yeah. <laughs> like... All right, oh, we got done. Yeah, I could never yeah. tell. I, like the he must have felt we were all so like stressed that he must have felt <laughs> it too, but you could just like never tell. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was, it was yeah. Like, yeah.
3: Not the not yeah. to toot my own horn, but Caleb here. I I had a, the the um, pleasure to direct his original one act in the the rep season PDU oh, like that, and that's how the three yeah. of us kind of our relationship. Brandon acted was that lead actor in the play. I directed. Caleb wrote it but there was like a rehearsal process where we were kind of going up and it was like, Caleb looks at me. He's like, you have the patience of an angel. And I was like, good. Now let's get to work. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like, you kind of have to, have, it's <laughs> interesting because it's not everybody has the ability to like, not like go crazy when you're stressed and pressure, like under pressure. Yes. And yeah. like, yeah. Cause these, the film I'm assuming as I get into my, our own projects and things like that, that it's, they're little things, but the, the amount of prep work that has to be done, the amount of, like, emails, the amount of texts, the amount of phone calls, the amount of just making sure everything is ready, making sure you fucking get up on time, make sure the trains are running so that you can get to the location okay. You know, it's... Yeah. That, it's not for everybody, for sure. And anybody who decides to be in this, like, career path, enter the entertainment business, acting, directing, whatever, yeah. it's like, they're, we're nuts. But, yeah. you know, I can't think of doing anything else. It's, it's you know?
1: amazing because it... The, um... The experience itself of doing it uh, is one that, exactly like that, I would probably never do again, to be honest, because exactly built in that way. I'm finally now getting the itch I, like, want to make another film, but it took a while because it takes so much away from you. Um, Mm -hmm. But I... So I would never want to do it again, but if like given the chance to relive my life, I would do it again a thousand times shoot. because it is this like special, intense. I can't believe that we just were in the moment that much thinking about and I mean for the years leading up to the shoot and then yeah. the shoot and the time after thinking about okay, the next shot that has to get done, the next thing and just trusting each other and trust having faith in the process that it something would happen if we just didn't stop and what was amazing about having the three of us and then Allie coming in at any given moment, one of us would give up. I mean, that's just like human nature <laughs> over four years, but whenever that was happening and sometimes two people would get close. And whenever that was happening, the person who had like the most to give would dig deep and like bring it. And it we all took turns in that being in that place, they would yeah. bring everything back. And and it it's, the whole process of making it it was art in and of itself like it just was it was more theater than a lot of the theater i ever made this like one sure. moment in time this one memory that uh there's trauma in it and there's joy and there's <laughs> love and there's hate there was like everything in those four years of the whole spectrum of human experience <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty intense it really was pretty yeah. intense
3: yeah sure yeah
2: but- I think, too, it's also important that like to note that it's really different to make your own thing than to sign on for somebody else's thing. Mm -hmm. Because I will say that like the experience and feelings for Zero Issue and for a lot of the other films I've worked on since then, not being I mean, I'm involved creatively as a producer, but it's a different thing than when it's a thing that you wrote when it's coming from like, Mm -hmm. you know, the earliest days of conception coming from you, you've been with this project so long. Mm-hmm. I think it's always good to have that outside person there because the, even in those moments where you trade off giving up and stuff, the, the original team that's been with the concept from the post-it note phase <laughs> is going to burn out faster than the person that came yeah. in during pre-production. But- and I think that's something that I was aware of ha- like happening. Cause I shot something that I wrote, Um, last year. And I remember watching the stress and like not really knowing what the difference was. And that, that kind of pressure and responsibility when you're producing something that you've creatively built on the page is also very different stress wise than when you're the person who buys into the thing and loves this project, but it didn't come from you. Mm -hmm. It's it's two different Mm -hmm. kinds of stress. So always having that outside person, I think for me is, part of why I like working with other teams where I haven't built the script because I like being that person in there because you can kind of remind the bubble that you're like you're fine you have a you have backup now it's gonna be good and and
1: it's it's like a it's like a life preserver it really is it there can be times where you're like "I, I don't know I mean we're in a time right now where ali and i are the ones who can give more to this where zach and matt had to be like guys it's been mm. half a decade we've loved making it we've gotta <laughs> take a step back um you know and we're like that's okay we we can handle this part um so i mean i right. think and and you know it's every little step of it has its own challenges like that um I I'm thinking right now for whatever reason about the fact that it it's finished and how it was finished. Cause, uh, in theater you have opening night and that's like the beautiful thing about it is like, it's going to be done where the first ticket is sold, whether you
3: <laughs> fucking like it yeah. or not.
1: Uh, it's done at that yeah. point. And, and, uh, that's where I think I got the it's your set thing from because I, my tradition has always yeah. been to go up to my actors and I don't like to give notes after opening night. I haven't done super long runs where it would be necessary and I would amend it for that. But when, it, yeah. when you're doing a short run like at rep, I, I like yeah. to kind of be like, we're all done, guys. It's yours now. Goodbye. Like, I'm done. I've, I don't have any more to give. Um, so uh, with this, there there wasn't that And it was very hard to get to the point to be like, it's finished. Uh, And I even Mm -hmm. think I, do you guys watch The Office? Obviously I do, Um, we made a mockumentary, but there's this wonderful moment in The Office where Michael Scott thinks that he can declare bankruptcy by like shouting it in the middle. He walks into the bullpen (laughs) and he's like, I declare (laughs) bankruptcy! And he thinks like his debts will go away. an author's just yeah, like that's that's, that's, that's not, not, not it how that works yeah. you know that right um i basically did that with this movie being finished i think i sent that email like in michael scott voice right i declare yeah. zero issue is finished yeah. and yeah. At, in the middle of the pandemic i sent an email and i was like i know there's three shots that aren't done i'm gonna finish them in premiere we're gonna post it it's done and and it was yeah. we just had to do that uh
3: to move on to the next phase yeah what is that what you guys use to edit the film uh premiere
1: yeah uh aj who cuts brilliantly and cuts a lot on um not on uh, on, uh what's uh help me out shit um great right. no no uh frame i am no the sony
0: vegas no, I'm just kidding. no the other one <laughs> the, yeah. the tv one
1: oh yeah um it's that i it's the covid brain i blame i blame i blame everything on COVID yeah brain. um hell yeah Avid. What the hell is oh, wrong with uh, that? Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. AJ, who cuts <laughs> an Avid. Uh, a software that everyone has heard of um, and that's like the industry standard for him was <laughs> livid at us that we were like please cut this in premiere but he again only thought he'd be cutting for a couple weekends because it was supposed to be a short film then we made him cutting it for two years uh, so <laughs> oh, <he's, my. laughs> uh, but we wanted it because we did all the effects in After Effects and so the idea was that they mm-hmm. would talk to each other seamlessly and I, th- um, I do think sure. that ended up happening um, yeah. but uh, yeah so we did the whole thing in Premiere much to AJ's chagrin, but now he's like an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Love it or hate it, he's got both. Yeah, he just yeah, got an exactly. thing to yeah. add to his yeah. resume, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, um. So we know that you have a hard out. So uh, we'll try to start wrapping up. But um. So with uh with zero issue being in festivals now, um, is it uh we're finishing off this run of festivals and then seeing uh, seeing what's going on with yeah, it? Yeah, I think
1: that? we're trying to give it a chance to be in festivals when the world is a little more amenable to that. So we are applying to a lot of like yeah. 2021 festivals. And, um, once that journey completes, whenever that may be, I, we will certainly try to find that little last bit of distribution for it. If we can get it on Prime or, or Amazon or whatever, uh, you know, or mm. on Netflix would be great. But, um, I- I'm, getting to that wonderful place with it where I've gotten everything that I needed to get out of it. And then some like, and that, you know, at some point making a independent film is inherently a selfish project. It's selfless for so many phases, but it's inherently a selfish project. You're like, uh, okay, why am I doing this? And what do I want to get out? What do I want to say? Uh, and, you know, we tried to set goals that we could control the outcome of. Um, we can't control whether or not, it wins festivals. We can't even control whether or not it gets into them. Mm -hmm. We can just kind of control if we're satisfied with what we've made. And then did people see it? Did people think it was funny? The comic book community has responded really well uh, and they like it. And that is great. And, and all of that experience is so baked in. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. like feeling full after a meal. It, It feels I'm, I feel good on it, sort of. I don't know about you, Allie.
2: Yeah, I definitely do, too. I think, like, you know, the end goal for me is just to get as many people to see it as possible. And I also think, too, like, somewhat selfishly, um, I think almost more important... That's not true. It's not more important than people seeing the film. <laughs> I think seeing the film is very important. Um, but I'm glad that we're getting to do things like this and have um, Jim talk about process and stuff. Because there's one... Sp- there is one specific moment from shooting for me that as much as I loved the project and loved the team before this, that like it was like the thing that made, you know, made me buy in forever to go through the full post process and the the festival submissions and everything else that like, I, I personally not only want people to see the movie, but I also want them to go to know the artists on the team. Cause it was like one moment where I was like, Oh, everybody here is a good person. Yeah. Not that I didn't think they were good people before, <laughs> but it was like, a I I desperately needed people on set in that moment, um, and they kind of rallied around me in a, a, a great way. I didn't realize it, I it, needed the support at the time, <laughs> but it was wonderful.
0: But it was one of those magical things where it was such a great group of people, which yeah. it not always that way.
2: It was like, it was right before we did Jim's scene, it was the night before the festival thing, right. and... Drew and I were the last ones to leave set. And I think it was like one in the morning when we were casually strolling on over to dinner and he was in the car and I was like, Drew, you have to turn the car around. And he was like, what? And I was like, we didn't cook any of the food for the scene tomorrow. You have to take me to Jim's house right now. Cause we had to cook. It was all frozen food and it was going to take like five hours yeah. to make it all edible, which is when we had to go back to set. Mm-hmm. So he drove and dropped me off. Um, and I was like, just like bring me food whenever you get back for the night. And it, he came back and it was like, drew matt jim and adam who brought me like three ciders and like one of everything from dinner probably stuff i couldn't even eat and they just like sat in the kitchen and like made jokes as i like made frozen food for like an hour and a half until like i kicked everybody out because they needed to go to sleep and then like adam was with me up for a little while but i was just like it was just like one of those things where you're like i can't even think straight i can't believe i'm doing this right now and all I was expecting was for Drew to come back with food. And like the whole team was like, don't know how this happened. I'm so sorry. Like, let me be a human being with you right now, which was great. Oh, that's so So. great.
3: I mean, it (laughs) takes a village for sure. It takes an entire city. It takes an alley too. And, and (laughs) And the the
1: (laughs) horror of it is we cut 95% of the shots that had that food in it. (laughs) True. But
2: true.
1: But the one or two times we see it, you believe what we're seeing because you see all that food. Mm-hmm. No. Just yeah. mm-hmm. how it happened. Man, oh man.
0: Unreal. Okay, last question. Hypothetical. Somebody comes to you and is like, hey, we want a season of Zero Issue. You guys got a story ready?
1: I Well, I mean, we're ready to argue over what the story will be <laughs> incessantly. There you go. Uh, I think that this is all done unless there's a way to really do it professionally with the support that we need mm-hmm. to do it, you know, as our jobs uh, full-time. Yeah, yeah uh, as, And as then a, I think... Yeah. I think that the whole team would be there in a heartbeat. Uh, and and we are ready. It depends who's asking the question because we're ready for a full season. We're ready for a comic book line. We're ready for a sequel. We're ready for a feature. So we like are ready for whatever that could be. And that would be a wonderful right. surprise at this point. Um, yeah, for sure.
0: Amazing. I'm going to throw yeah, that Well, you my know, he,
2: yeah. <laughs> Get Get yin and yang break
1: him out of prison at the end of the movie that's spoiler <laughs> alert uh so what um well speaking gosh, of like geez. i oh, mean yeah. really quick
3: like the, the the credits like the animation for the credits i thought was one of the, like one of the best parts of the film because it just was i just said any of that kind of animation always throws me. because that's, i'm not that i'm an artist but i'm not that kind of an artist sure you know what yeah I mean? same so like yeah with the feel of like the the old scrolling, side scrolling video games and the superheroes and the music and it's just Yeah,
1: that was you know. mostly just an example of us following our joy. Like we talked mm-hmm. about it, we were like, It's not a video game movie, it doesn't make a ton of sense. And we were and Zach was like, Yeah, but it we love this kind of game and it'll look fucking cool and Adam and his partner Clancy are ready to make it, so it'll be better. And we were like, great, <laughs> let's do it. And so we were just like, this makes us this happy. Is so yes. awesome. And the, I thought the ending was unclear, and it helps a little. The, the idea was that this golden ring shows up on the wall at the very end, and you're like, oh, mm. they're here, and no one was getting that. And so it's kind mm. of nice that you see there two cartoon characters, and then Carl and Dale kind of escape, and you're kind of... It, it's maybe not all spelled out, but you're kind of like, oh, I sort of see the ending that they had in mind this way, which is
0: you know yeah and then it's in, in such a fun way yeah. we're like and, thinking, and you want
1: to all these kickstarter backers and stuff you want them seen mm-hmm. so it it keeps people mm-hmm. watching to look at that sort of shit which is great name, yeah.
0: yeah 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 all right guys thank you so much um this was amazing where can our audience find you guys
1: always a good question uh Ali has all the new york picture company handles and stuff
2: um, yeah, there's the New York Picture Company site. Um, if you message us on Instagram, you, you will be talking to me. Um, I will reply to you there. Um, right now, our, uh, YouTube link is private because mm-hmm. of the festival rules about premieres and we're streaming right. and that kind of stuff. Our trailer is up on YouTube where you can watch. And then as soon as the, um, you know, parameters lift and <laughs> we can make the YouTube link public again <laughs> it will be back on youtube uh hopefully sooner rather than later um yeah we'll probably
1: then- but when does this come
3: out um uh, i'll, I'll probably be week, like give, yeah, give it like a whatever. week week or so
1: we'll, i'll i'll make it live again yeah. so the festival okay. was in is over and yeah we'll make it live again until uh you know until another festival wants it and then we'll take it off
0: out of respect for them but sure. um yeah yeah perfect well our audience can watch out for that we'll definitely post love it thank when you it goes cool. live again and uh, thank you guys so uh, much. I feel this like we like, like the surface. I know there's know, so like many I, more
3: questions I wanted to ask, you know, but, but next time we'll have you yeah. guys on again. Yeah, come when, back uh, anytime. This is great. You know. Really, really amazing yeah. conversation. Thank you. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank yeah, you guys. I'll do it again anytime.